Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. Hope your Saturday's off to a great, albeit kind of a cold start. But, but it's a it, little warmer. It is than so it was. bright out there. Man, that sun is bright. You need your sunglasses. Uh, and there's a lot going on. We talked about some of it last hour. If you didn't hear it, you should podcast it or you could just ask us because it is that time in the show where we take your questions. We welcome them at 651 641 1071. You can also go to mytalk1071.com and click on the Shop Girls page or hit us up on social media at Alley Shops, at Harmony Kaplan on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I should mention now, speaking of sending in questions, um, we'll answer what we can. And then later in the hour, we'll ask an actual expert. We're going to talk to <laughs> we're going to talk to Michelle Vig from Neat Little Nest. Um, you've heard her on the show before um, when Marie Kondo was kind of at her peak. Are people still reading her book and condoing their homes or have we moved I on? Um, well, Michelle is and Michelle's organization business is on fire. She is busier than ever and especially this time of year. We're going to talk to her a little later this hour. So if you have questions about organizing, about getting your closets in shape, you should see on her instagram you have never seen kitchen drawers as organized oh my as look hers. just like that with like a, a loaf of bread and then a few jars to the uh-huh. side yeah. i mean in my life i've never had a drawer that looked like that but we're going to talk about how to do house it. I want to see. Do you think her house really looks that good? Uh, I do. Oh, my oh, good. Of course. Would have her house to. is her Instagram You're right. palace. You're of right. course. It would have to. Yes. I think she lives. That is a case where you have to practice what life. you preach. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we're going to talk to her later if you have questions or if you want to talk to us now. We'd love to hear from you. I think we're up to date in the mailbag. Nothing we need so. to get to. Okay. Well, then let's throw a question out there, out there into the world and into the metaverse. Okay. What will you wear? Because you're going. We're all going. Whether you resist it, whether you go kicking and screaming, or or whether you're jumping in and got an Oculus for Christmas, we're all going to the metaverse eventually. And the question now is, what are you going to wear when you get there? You think we're all going there, do you? Yes. Tell me why you think and in what way you think we're all going. Well, I think it might be as simple as playing games. It might be in a um, entertainment setting that you're going to a concert or you you are. Okay, wait, wait. So you mean if you were going to a concert virtually, Uh but your avatar would be there. Right. And so you want it to be dressed in a certain way. Right, right, right. Or, you know, depending on what kind of company you work for, you're going to go. I mean, I just, I think eventually we'll all, you know, play around with it. I think checking it out is not very far off. No. And I thought this was a really funny angle. We've talked about how, you know, like Nike buying rights to their, you know, swoosh in the metaverse because they want to make sure that nobody else gets it. And, and 
I, it would feel so crazy to me if it wasn't that I didn't have a teenage gamer in exactly. my house. I understand that. Who part. wants to spend real money right. in my real wallet on fake clothing yeah. that his avatars play basketball in. Right. And he and he thinks that's great. And that's and I'm like, what do you mean? It's just pretend. Yeah. But but it but that's you see how we start getting there. I I do and Vanessa Friedman in the New York Times wrote a, a great article uh, just a couple of days ago. And, you know, I had talked about when Mark Zuckerberg unveiled, you know, the new brand becoming Meta instead of Facebook. And when he showed all of this and gave his virtual tour, he was still there in his T-shirt and jeans. Right. You know, his avatar. Of, his yes. avatar. Right. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, you know, he could have been in anything. Which would have maybe shown a little bit more drama, right? To I it. just thought it was a super funny observation that you know it, it, it's so minute and seemingly unimportant, but but people started tweeting, "Really, Zuck? You could have worn anything yeah. in the metaverse, and yeah. you chose your usual black jeans and long sleeve navy t shirt, right? Because because basically." That's who he is. Yeah. See, and that's why I have but trouble But do you want to be this. yourself or do you want to be something else? But there that, are lots of tops that I can't pull off that I'd love to try out in the metaverse. But you're not really going to wear them. You're not really going to have yeah. them. But I mean, if I'm going why to the metaverse. Why do you want to spend $1,000 for a Balenciaga top that is online, not on Oh, I don't want to spend. I'll get the cheaper version. Okay. <laughs> You're going to target. Are there sales in the metaverse? <laughs> well, maybe there will have to be. But you know, according to her, she said the promise this the promise of a virtual world is you get to be anybody you want, unhampered by flesh, gravity, environment, expectations, and economics. And I understand that. Is that true though? Unhampered by economics? Well, I you know, I suppose if you're just on the nobody's questioning you no, but i mean if you have to pay for things even digitally here's the question if you let's say in your real life as you are here today wearing a lovely sweater Mm -hmm. turtleneck sweater and i can't see the bottom of you right now but jeans or Mm -hmm. pants of some sort no no. they're the kind my husband hate they have a elastic a camouflage jogging pants yes yes and a cute necklace would you instead come here in a big avatar kind of um, a flamboyant dress or maybe in armor? I mean, <laughs> well, I, I, I don't see myself gravitating to armor, but I guess okay. I would say that if I was dressing a character, much like I have on Wii or I have on my Bitmoji, yeah. you know, on my phone, it's kind of funny to do something that you wouldn't normally but wear. It isn't fun to experiment. Okay, but it isn't you. It's not what you're going to wear when they really see you in the real world. No. I mean, you're not going to suddenly wear those things. So you feel very committed to reality. Well, I just I just I think find... you need to open your mind. Well, okay. So this professor of philosophy at uh, New York University said, in the real world, we use clothing in all kinds of complicated ways to experiment and try on different selves. So he believes that you, you know, you, you've got your psychological identity, how you feel inside, and your social identity, how you express that. In the VR world, it's just that much more complex. I, I mean, I just find it confusing in many ways why one would spend money to 
do these things that you're not really that isn't reality. Yeah. Well, again, I think you're just a little too limited. I hate to tell you. You really need to expand your horizons as a tech reporter or maybe relinquish your <gasps> throne. Uh, virtual and otherwise. I I find myself confused by this. So Gucci, among the brands yeah. jumping into okay. the metaverse, um, they introduced a virtual Gucci garden for Roblox, which is a, a game right. that, frankly, I feel like my kids played when they were younger. I think they circled back to it, one of them, a little bit. But who that's playing Roblox, like kids, cares about Gucci? I just, I, I don't... Well, but when we do the report every year about the favorite brands that people are looking at online, and it's even the younger kids, I mean, it's teenagers, Gucci's usually number one. Yeah, okay. So, um, whether it's aspirational or whatever, and sure, if I can't afford to wear Gucci, but I could put it on my avatar, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. Well, the British Fashion Council does. But also, these things cost. I mean, it's not like you say, okay, well, so free. you pay $10. They're thousands of dollars it's not if free. you want designer avatar dressing. But, you know, we all love awards. There's an award for everything. And now there are awards for the Metaverse fashion experience. So you can actually win an award for the designs that you create in pixels. You know, it, I will... Um, it'll happen, I'm sure, long after I'm gone. But I would, it would be interesting to know if, you know, come even you know, yeah. 50 years from now. Basically, how silly we feel about yeah. this conversation that we've had right here in January yeah. of 2022. If yeah. this really becomes a thing, I don't know. It just seems very strange to me. Maybe other know. people have ideas about it, but um, it's, it's certainly strange. I think, Mom, really, I think... I see you in the metaverse in leather pants. Oh, absolutely. Leather pants whip. and stilettos. With a whip. <laughs> oh, God. That was your addition. That's your accessory, not mine. I was going to go for something more like layered chains. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I could use those too, I suppose. But the oh. thing is, at least at this stage of life, and I, I guess I would think more, I don't mean age-wise, but I mean the way the universe is now. If I've got money, to spend on fashion, I want it to be something I'm putting on my body and wearing, not something I look at on the screen. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Thank Way you. to really stay in touch with reality. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we'll take a quick break. When we get back, it's time for the tech report. Let's see where she goes uh, in that. That's next. Know. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Tech 1071. Thanks for being here and just in time because right out of the metaverse, it's time. For the tech report. The internet is, is a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's tech report. Okay, well, you realist. What's going on? Well, I wanted to start actually with something. Aaron Keller actually mentioned it earlier when he was talking about, you know, what he learned at the um, National Retail Federation meeting. Um, but... The, this when he was talking about the robot that was delivering things and all neuro is uh, an autonomous delivery company and they are like in their third generation of vehicles and they have made a lot of improvements and right now they in they're in the southwest uh part of the country right now 
and they have a fleet of driverless delivery pods. And the difference in this new version is they will have twice the cargo space that the second generation robots had, but it also includes modular inserts. So they have temperature control compartments. So if you've ordered warm food or cold food, it will keep the temperature right. Um, this company started, it just, in, it began to, it came into fruition in 2016 and it is now valued at $8.6 billion. Mm. Um, it's one of the few companies that are, is actually operating fully driverless vehicles. So one of the things that they've done though, which is very interesting, it's kind of funny looking too, but this new vehicle has an external airbag on it that kind of looks like an inflated mattress that is strapped to the front of the vehicle. Now, it's obviously nobody is inside of it, but they've done this on the outside to protect pedestrians in case there is a collision. Crazy. And so, it, but you know, one that, of the that things does, does that does that make you feel good? Or? Well, it does in that they're at least thinking about the safety of people outside of a vehicle. If in fact you have a driverless vehicle, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of companies are not really putting that much thought into it. Um, now, whether that's going to make a difference if it's you know if it was traveling over twenty five miles an hour, that we don't know. That remains to be seen. But anyway, they are really a thing and um, getting stronger and stronger. Hmm. Snapchat, and anybody who's a parent out there who has children on Snapchat um, will be interested to know this. They are implementing a new safety feature that limits the friend suggestions the teenagers see in the app. And this is important. This is for kids aged 13 to 17. They'll only, you know, they in the past, they've received suggestions, friend suggestions called quick ad. You know, just, oh, you know, don't have any friends with this person, that person. Mm-hmm. Now they will only get those if they see that there are a certain number of friends in common with that person. Hmm. So it just won't be random. And it's not clear yet how many mutual friends they have to have. But um, at least they are trying to, you know, have some control over this. They also have plans on adding new parental control tools. They hinted at it last year, but um, it's going to give parents more insight into who their teens are talking to, but yet the teens can still have some feeling of privacy. And I thought this was really important. And truthfully, I even sent you a text about this. Oh, sure. I love these text messages. Well, you know, you never too. Drugs are being dealt on Snapchat. You know, it's not really funny. And I'm not going to laugh. At <laughs> I'm you not saying laughing, that. but come on. It's because a little bit funny when I get a random text in the middle of an evening my from my job. mother that is talking about drugs on Snapchat. It's my job as your Thank mother. Thank you, Mom. Okay. So here is the thing they are trying very hard because. It's been exploited. Drug dealing in the wake of the fentanyl epidemic, yeah, which is affecting adults and young people. Yes. And this is a real problem. And so Snapchat is trying to get better tracking down these drug-related, the drug-related content. And they say they've increased their proactive detection rate by 50% since October. And truthfully, one of the major television networks did a, a... a piece on this because what has happened is that there have been kids who have been 
buying prescription or recre- recreational drugs, and instead they've been getting fentanyl. Hmm. And it has led to deaths and other, obviously, serious illness. And it's it's really an scary. important yeah. and scary thing. Yep. So, you know, it's important to know these things. Well, thank you for your public service. Okay. 5G. We all know 5G yes, is coming. I can't wait. I've been waiting all week to hear okay. your position on this. All right. Let me explain for anybody who doesn't know that mm-hmm. the fifth, this is the fifth generation tech standard for broadband cellular networks. You know, it's, they started coming out in 2019 with some of this, but it's planned to take over the 4G networks. And that's what most of us now use for our cell phones. So it will change to 5G. It's designed to connect virtually everyone and everything, including machines and objects and devices. However, airplanes, a little bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the FAA says that 5G networks could disrupt aircraft operations. And their main concern is that the cellular towers and the antennas near the airports could interfere with the radial altimeters. And that means... With the what? The radio altimeters. What are those? They are the electronic devices in planes that help the pilots to gauge their altitude above the ground. Listen to you. I I do my research. Aviation school is really paying off. Well, yes. In my former life, I was a pilot. Yeah. But it's not a funny thing. Not a funny thing. Uh, planes do uh, have to much be like able drugs to, on Snapchat. Not to, these are not funny no, things. No, we got a lot of not funny things today. So it's they are making some corrections, and they are not going to put up some of the. Um, what am I trying to say? Not antennas, but some of the towers. Excuse me, the towers that are cellular towers. They'll keep them away from airports or certain areas that it really is dangerous, mm-hmm. and so they are working on that. Hmm. So now let's go to a fun thing because I just you know I've always loved Hello Kitty, don't you? Yes, still you love do love Hello, Hello Kitty. Kitty. Not as much as you, but yes. No, I gave my granddaughter a Hello Kitty tea set, mm-hmm. and then, oh, it's. I did so have a cute little. Yeah, I used to have a little drawer thing. Yes. I, did you give that? Stuff. I think you gave that to her too. Maybe I did, or else it's still in your old bedroom. I don't know. I'll have to check that out. Dig around in anyway, there. Anyway, the company Razer, R A Z E R, they make some of the best not, gaming gear. Not not the one that does the scooters. This is a different Razer. You know, that's it's with not, an O R. Yeah, no, this is R A Z E R. They they make gaming gear. Okay, okay, so they they make it for some of the really big, um, cat. You know, like you'd know it. Um, like Bassaflex V3. Oh, the kind of stuff and, you've got. And the really um, part of portable and powerful one, mm-hmm. Razor Blade 14. I know that those are... So basically, Hello Kitty was in the headline, and that's why you looked at this story? Yes, because okay. I saw pictures. Okay. Listen to this. Today, they, this was just yesterday. They announced they're partnering with Sanrio to release a line of Hello Kitty themed gaming accessories. Oh my God, it's your dream come true. It is like the cutest pink chair mm-hmm. with Hello Kitty on it. Is this a real chair? Or it's a real a... chair. No, I see. no, no. It's a real chair. And then there are headphones that have the bow, you know, Hello Kitty's bow on it. Uh-huh. It's got, it, it's so cute. You just can't even believe it. There's a mouse, the mouse pad, the Bluetooth headphones, a lumbar cushion, 
all of these things that you can get. They're sold separately. Mm-hmm. So, and they came out um, with hot pink laptops a few years ago. Mm. So, you know, this would just go with your laptop. Mm-hmm. But you can't, they're not inexpensive, but you can buy them separately. The chair is $4.99. That would be $499. Yeah. Mouse pad, uh, mouse and pad, sixty four ninety nine. Something so to ponder. I think you'd look great in this. I would love. I would pay to watch you okay. game in this Hello get Kitty chair. chair. Get me the chair. And a zip up robe to match. Okay, perfect. When we get back, organizational advice from a true pro. Neat little nest. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back, and not a moment too soon. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk One Zero Seven One. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony. So delighted to think about getting organized. I've had the bug this month. I've been not 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 a not a health no, bug. No, I've no. had the the bug to maybe of just being home so much that I can't take it anymore. I've organized a couple closets and I have man, a guy. Man, I just feel so good about it. And so I thought, let's get some real advice because I'm probably not the best person to ask. So you know what? Let's ask an expert. Sure. We need an expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. She knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Hear that? We've got an expert here. Michelle Vig, she is truly the expert. She helps people get organized all over. And I'm so curious to hear what the um, what the requests are right now. Hi, Michelle. Hi, good to be here. I know you've been incredibly busy. Every time we exchange emails, you've just come from a job. <laughs> you're going to a job. You're putting together drawers or closets. What, what's going on? What are people doing at home right now? Or what should we be doing as we think about January and a lot of time spent at home? A lot of people are wanting to declutter. And the three spots that they're decluttering the most right now Storage rooms, I think it's because the holidays have gone through, so they are kind of trying to get some of those holiday ornaments and decorations back in, and they're kind of seeing that maybe it doesn't really fit. Um, kitchens are a big one. Uh, they're, they're a consistent number one area across the sure. the whole year. And I'm actually seeing a, an increase in people kind of thinking about what they want to do now for the spring garage clean out. Oh my oh. gosh. Are you kidding? I'm just working my way through one bathroom. So where is, if you're kind of overwhelmed by the thought of it and you really need to organize yep. everything, what is the best room to start with? Well, thank you for asking that question. Cause it's a really important one. And I want people to hear the best thing to do when you have a lot of things to organize is actually not to start by organizing. Oh, what? But to start by de- to start by decluttering. Oh. So many times we spend a lot of money, we run off, you know, and I like to go there too, different stores and get bins and baskets, but really by taking a taking stock first going through those spaces and deciding what you want to keep. First. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you've got that once you have what you have left you want to keep, then you can do organizing. It's going to save you a lot of time and a lot of money. That makes That's a sense. really good the point. The thing is, it, what I find so hard, Michelle, is like I look in this one closet I have and I look at the shelves and I see things that I haven't used in however many years. I know I never will. And then I think, oh, but should I really get rid of it? How do you make yourself really do it? 
Well, one of the things that I do with my clients, and it works really well because they, when they, you pull it all out and put it on a table, yep. you see it in a different way, right? So when you're looking at it in the closet, it's been in that closet. It kind of looks cozy in there. <laughs> but if you pull it out and you put it on a table and you put like things together, you might see that you have too many of one thing. And then you say, yeah, I never really liked you anyway. So right. You can actually, you know, thank it and bring it on its way. It is a little um, disturbing, Michelle. I I don't know if you have this experience, but like whenever I do this and I take things out and you realize what creatures of habit we are and how we tend to buy the same things over and over and over. (laughs) Oh, really? Yes. Yes. And then end up with like 30 of them and you don't know why. what? Give me an example. Well, I mean, I think it happens with clothing where you buy a lot of the same things. Yeah. Or, you know, I find it even like, I mean, when I just did a bathroom closet and, you know, and I've got three of this one lotion, like, why did I keep buying it? What happened? It was on sale. (laughs) It's crazy. Well, it's really good. A lot of my clients, you know, they have a challenge with that, too. And partly that is where the organizing comes in. So once you've decluttered, then you're able to create a system so that you can use the system. Like if you have, like, let's talk about the bathroom with those lotions. You know, if you have a place where all the lotions go and you have a place where the backstock goes, so the one you're using is in, in your bathroom and mm-hmm. the, the backstock ones are somewhere else. I really talk to people about thinking about their backstock as their store within their house. So go mm-hmm. to the store within your house before you go to the store. I love that. Keep yeah. tabs on your inventory. You mm-hmm. are you are so right. That's exactly what happens. I the the closet had gotten messy. I didn't see that there was one tucked under another thing. So, you know, there were towels. <laughs> so that's exactly what happens. You don't. It's too much trouble to go see what you have. So you just buy another one. Yeah, sure it is. And you know the thing that I find too when you've been in a house for a long time, and if you have mm-hmm. the room, especially if you have a basement, it's so easy to just you know keep throwing things down there and then you look and you think oh i should get rid of these things but it's just it becomes so daunting to start it does well here's one thing that you know there as you guys know i'm i'm certified in the cohen murray method of decluttering so one of the one of the pieces of that method is to declutter category by category so if you are to a place where you really do need to declutter your whole home it can be you know, it can be daunting. Yeah. Uh, you can, your listeners can go to my website. There's a free decluttering checklist that goes category by category. They can take one little square at a time and just go through the checklist. If they want to do it in a weekend, great. If they want to take a couple months, they can do that. But it, it takes them through their whole home. So they can do this like, you know, once in a, not that often, marathon of decluttering to then really reset and refresh their home. Mm. I'm, I'm so glad you brought up the Marie Kondo. We mentioned it at, at the start of the segment. And I know when, when Marie Kondo was just so, so, so hot and, and you are one of the few people who has trained and is certified, um, certainly in this market. Do you find, Michelle, that that is still as powerful as it was at the height of her um, celebrity and her best-selling book? Are people still, you know, trying to find joy when they hold Hold up an object, or will we kind of move past that? I, I would say yes, and so yes, the process by going category through category, it really is the easiest way for people to have a lot of things to go through their things because it can be really overwhelming. One of the things that I added as the and in my book that I wrote was 
definitely think about the joy, but some of the sometimes that joy wasn't enough for people to decide I was finding when I was working with them. Sometimes it was also, I would say, okay, then let's talk about its service. So mm-hmm. if it's also not even holding us, if you don't really know if it brings you joy, but it also doesn't have any serviceable purpose, right? then we're really getting to a place where we can start to say, okay, actually, yeah, I can let it go. So, Michelle, be honest. I mean, we know you're, you know, you must have the, the, the model home for all of this. And we see little glimpses now and then on social. Is there any place in your personal world where you just have like extra stuff? There's got to be a junk drawer. <laughs> Please. I don't have a junk drawer, Harmony, but. And I don't quite have a Monica closet, okay. <laughs> but there is a space where I have these where I have these spare parts from when I do organizing jobs. Sometimes I might have one extra of whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's a place in my basement where I have to really, you know, it's got to be organized every so often because it can get get out of control because it's just all the changes coming in. Yeah. And that happens in a lot of my clients' home where there's a lot of change coming in, like mud rooms and entryways, anywhere where there's a lot of in and outs, that's where clutter can creep in. And, and that's my spot in my house is this place where all my organizing items are. Okay, I'm glad and, to hear that. You are human. Do you ever like, you know, in the morning, like you take your robe and just throw it in the closet or throw it on the bed <laughs> just to get all the aggressions out? <laughs> You're not doing that? Well, I want to see I am, but I'm not. Okay. <laughs> and partially, partially because... You know, we have a really, we have a, we have a smaller home. Our home is built in 1940s uh-huh. and I have two teenagers. So mm-hmm. we, you know, in order for our family to work and our house to work, we really do have to, um, you know, put things back. And when we don't, we don't always put things back. The one thing that I, I'm not hounding on my kids all week. The one thing we do have ritualistically that we've been doing for 16 years, because that's how my daughter is is the weekly reset and it's every Ah. Sunday and it's the day where anything it's pretty simple, but anything that's out of its home, you just got to put it back, including myself, my husband and my kids. And that has really helped us sort of kick off our weeks in a very peaceful way where, okay, all we have to do is one week at a time here, get things back to where they belong. It gives you grace throughout the week. So you could, if you want to throw your robe down, great. But yeah. you know what? On Sunday, we're going to put all those things back. So we have one, you know, fresh start to the week. So That's we can a good feel idea. as a family that we can take it on. Okay. You- I'm going to try that oh, tomorrow yeah. with my teenager, oh, Michelle. I'd Only like I think we're going to need, and we're going to need like an entire personality reset. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> nothing it is here. just, it is just staggering to me i'm like you are such a cliche with the clothes hanging over the bed and the stacks of books on the floor i don't know what to do other than close the door do you have any advice for dealing with a messy person in your household and the minute he cleans up it gets messy again yeah and honestly my you're not alone ellie this i hear this all the time and i have two teenagers too so it's the same here um it is that's why many years ago my husband and I instituted the weekly reset because then we're not nagging on them all week long and they are they already know that on Sunday things are going to be put back that's a good idea and mm-hmm. they do it and and honestly the more often they do it the I, what I have seen is does the clutter go away no because my they will just throw their stuff on the floor like a teenager does but yeah. 
I don't have to worry about it as a parent. It's not on my, it's not, you know, it's not bugging me anymore. It's just, that is what it is. But one thing I do that's very important in our house is, but in these shared spaces, I am going to, we are going to have a conversation about <laughs> yeah. if something's left out. Yeah. And I, and I suggest to parents to think about um, using, using language like, Hey, so-and-so, did you, did you make peanut butter and jelly for lunch? And they'll say, Oh Yeah. And then just say, oh, well, how would I know? <laughs> and that's a trigger for my kids to know. Oh, I, got oh, I didn't put it away. I guess it's still sitting yeah. out on the yeah. counter. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're going to go put it away. <laughs> or, right, in the case of my kids, Michelle, they'd say, oh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. it was really good, too. <laughs> I, I think the next interview we need to do is with your daughter. I would like to do the my life I would with too. a mom who is a professional organizer. <laughs> I, You know, I couldn't help but think about that as she was saying that because I can't imagine what these children must be well hopefully like, they oh are developing great habits they should <laughs> so michelle before well, we see, let you go of course everyone spouses will uh, let me know right exactly <laughs> um everyone can go to neatlittlenest.com if you want to learn more book a free consultation or make an appointment with michelle michelle we get a lot of questions from people who are doing some decluttering on their own where to bring stuff you don't want it to just go in the yeah. trash do you have any favorite resources for for recycling or places that you know are in need Yes, um, there's a couple locally that I really love. Mary's Place downtown, Prism, it's out in Plymouth. Um, and even on my website, on my blog, there's a lot of free resources on my website and on the blog. But I, there is a blog post that's one of the most popular ones. Oh. That says all the different places that you can bring your hazardous waste, places in the Twin Cities where you can bring furniture. Bridging is a great place for furniture in the Twin oh, Cities. Oh, yes, they, right. They're kind Good of one. the bridge between, you know, um, your first home and there's so many great places in the twin cities and yeah there is a post that i really share that because that is a question i get a lot okay great we're going to put that on the shop girls page and you can in the meanwhile go to neatlittlenest.com and check out michelle's blog and all of her great advice thanks so much for checking in with us michelle we really appreciate it Thank you. We'll Take try care. to be neater. We will. We're going to try. We're going to try so hard. We're going to go home and reset right after this. But first, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back and wrap up the show. Thanks for tuning in to Shop Girls this weekend. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. We are wrapping up the show with a few odds and ends that we mentioned earlier and didn't quite get to. One of them is the fact that, and hopefully this gives you all some um, confidence in the future, a future outside of our own homes, despite all of our talk of the metaverse and all your data collection and online shopping. Um, investors seem to be very confident that we're all going to want to go out yeah. when Omicron is finally behind us because stocks of um, kind of the, the at-home services that have been so popular during the pandemic are beginning to plunge Netflix Peloton yeah. big among them. In fact, Peloton actually from if it's so it's so crazy to think about the major swings we've seen in the market. You know, a year ago, they were struggling to keep up with all the orders because people couldn't get their bikes right. fast enough yep. and were waiting months and months. They've actually stopped production of bikes for the next two months because they say they got ahead of themselves and now mm -hmm. not so many people ordering bikes or planning to do at-home workouts. No. 
they're they're thinking more of obviously going back um, to the gym. Uh, they are also Peloton's also talking about cutting some jobs and asking employees at their brick and mortar stores to take t- customer service calls when they are not real busy. Mm. Um, they're bringing in a consulting firm. Wow. <clears throat> so um, they, it, it's just such an interesting thing that has happened in so many areas through this pandemic. Yeah, this crazy, crazy growth. And yes. then you've got to grow the company and then all of a sudden it levels yeah, back out and how do you deal with that? I'm sure the the gyms are kind of laughing right now because we know how hard the pandemic has been right. on in-person. Um, I think especially of the boutique fitness places that, you know, many of them didn't make it, some of them springing back and obviously the big health clubs, but I'm guessing that they are, um, you know, not that they're wishing anyone um to to suffer but they they must be feeling um a bit vindicated by the fact that people are going back but i just i don't believe that it's over for peloton any more than it is for netflix i just think it's an it's a natural market correction yeah i think that you're probably right i mean first of all i don't think that we're quite there yet to say you know everything's open up and go back um, I've heard there's some gyms where you have to wear a mask when you're in there, which I can't quite imagine exercising with a mask on. Um, you know, but I, I mean, now you have a Peloton and you've loved it. I mean, Love do, you, it. do you see yourself changing that? Uh, I really don't. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I miss, I miss, go, I haven't really been going to, I was thinking particularly about yoga or, you know, it's, it's nice now and then to do something to kind of get out of your comfort zone and, and challenge yourself in a different way. Yeah. So I haven't done a lot of that and, and I'm sure I will go back to it, but just the sheer convenience of having it at home, especially when it's cold like and this. You don't have to have savings. really fancy workout gear either. No, I mean, you don't, you know, it does dress okay, though. Do you? I do. <laughs> but well, you never know a serviceman may come but, in. Exactly. Something. But but no, I mean, I just it is it is such a time savings and it is yeah. so, so, so convenient. And yeah, I really enjoy it. So um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, maybe I'm weird. Maybe I'm in the minority. But I definitely think that many of the new habits that we've developed, I mean, much like working from home are not going to change they're not going to go away but i do think that there's some leveling out and of course people do want to get out of the house again which we hopefully will maybe very soon yeah and we are now um on that note let's talk about a few places where you could go shopping this weekend and maybe score a few deals This is the time to really snag some deals at Pumps and Company at the Galleria. 70% off. We've hit that point in the season. They are up to 70% off on select styles. Now, you can shop the sale online, but if you're in person, in-store only, you'll find a selection of Pumps designer shoes for 50 bucks. You're kidding at Pumps? What a deal. 
Normally, Ooh. that would barely cover an insole. So, no, I mean, they've got amazing shoes. Yes. They've got boots and Oxfords Ooh. and sneakers and so many great finds, including accessories and other things and slippers and just all sorts of great on-trend pieces um, and some really, really good deals right now that you won't find any other time of the year. Oh, that's worth going to. Um, out in Plymouth, the foursome is doing a 30% off sale is their seasonal clearance so if the guys need some new pieces um shirts hats pants and more um this is the time to to stock up they've got 30 percent off of um sweaters and flannels and a lot of things that you'd be wearing right now that's at the foursome in plymouth um then should we go online well, we could go online if you want to do that. Sure. Yes. We can. So some of the big sales this week that you can shop anywhere around the world. Um, did you have a favorite? I do, well, list? Yes. I just I'm, wait. I was just bringing it up. There is a cashmere sale. Um, Who's doing that? Nadam. It's N-A-A-D-A-M. Yeah. And they have great cashmere sweaters and joggers and more. So you can actually um, go online. Let me, I just want to get this right. Um, High quality $75 sweater of a chunky knit. They've got all several different kinds. This goes, the sale goes through January 31st, offering up to 60% off on a variety of their comfortable cashmere pieces. Mm. So um, that might be N-A-A-D-A-M. So that's a good one to check out. Okay. Um, Reebok has an extra 50% off. Hmm. at uh, It's the Reebok outlet to look at online. Use the code GETDOWN mm-hmm. at checkout. Okay. And right. so that's another good one. Very um, good. Like Under that. Armour. Yeah. Under Armour also has a sale going on. So, I mean, there's several online um, sales that are worth checking out. January is always a good month to uh, stock up on things at um, a good price. You might also, I don't know that you're going to get them on sale, but, you know, everything's a good deal over at Old Navy. And Old Navy is doing a collection of graphic t-shirts in honor of Black History Month, all spotlighting black artists. Yes, um, and they're they, only like $15. Yeah, uh, they're, shirt. they're really great looking. Yep, coming kid sizes and adults. I love it. Um, so check those out in store or online stay warm but get out there and um enjoy some ice there's so many ways to do it there really <laughs> are in the glass okay too. i'll see you out there on the ice have a great weekend everybody